0: Good morning, you are listening to Phelps Health's Ask the Professionals program. Today we're talking about pelvic health for men and women. I'm your host, Summer Overshot, and we have two guests today in the studio. We have Amy Robnett, a physical therapist, and she's also the Executive Director of Rehabilitation Services at Phelps Health. We also have Lauren Zwickelmeyer, who is a also a physical therapist, and she works at Phelps Health as well. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Morning. So before we get started about our topic, which again is pelvic health for men and women, which is something that I don't know that you necessarily associate with outpatient therapy or physical therapy, can you briefly tell us a little bit about yourselves and how you got into physical therapy and ultimately why you work at Phelps Health?
1: This is Lauren. I went to school at St. Louis University, and I got into physical therapy like many of us. I was an injured athlete who got treated by a physical therapist and realized how awesome it is. My interests include pelvic health, but I also treat um, children, vestibular, which is dizziness, balance disorders, and lymphedema. hmm
2: Amy? And I've been a physical therapist for, gosh, 25 years now. Um, And really pelvic health was not um, a special interest area much whenever I was in school. So um, having our a little bit more youthful therapists um, on staff has been really great in developing this program here at Phelps Health.
0: So what is outpatient therapy? When somebody hears that word, what is that exactly?
2: Sure. Um, Phelps Health Outpatient Therapy Services, we're a full service line for pediatrics, adolescents, and adults. Um, We offer physical, occupational, and speech therapy. We have locations in both Rolla and Waynesville to serve our communities. And then we also do some aquatic therapy over at the center. Very good. So you have a lot of convenient locations.
0: We have one here physically in Rolla, you said, and then also Waynesville. Mm -hmm. So people maybe that live over in that area, it's easier to get to. So that's great to know. So again, we're talking specifically about pelvic health for men and women today. What are some of the common pelvic health disorders that somebody would come to see you and need therapy for?
2: Sure. Um, We'll get referrals for people that are suffering from a a whole variety of conditions. Those may include incontinence or constipation issues, maybe bladder prolapse, um, sometimes as a result of cancer or cancer treatments. Um, following gynecological surgeries, pregnancy, and postpartum services, and then also even pain with sexual activity. We may get referrals from, um, self-referrals from patients or from urologists, um, OBGYNs, um, and primary care physicians.
0: Now, a lot of these things that you just mentioned, when, when I'm thinking about these topics, it seems like a lot of times people are kind of embarrassed to bring these things up. You know, they, they don't want to, so they kind of suffer in silence. Mm -hmm. why should they not do that?
1: Because it's not normal. There's no reason to suffer with these things, especially because you said, because they are embarrassing. And because Mm -hmm. a lot of times, especially when you're talking about urinary or fecal incontinence, it can really get into normal functioning, you know, being able to go to work and go to the store and do the things that you want to do.
2: Enjoy leisure activities, Mm -hmm. all of those things.
1: Absolutely.
0: So, People you said shouldn't be embarrassed.
1: Absolutely. And and when they're
0: coming to you, you guys have seen this before. So to you guys, this is, it's not embarrassing. Not at all. It's nothing you should be ashamed or embarrassed about because you already know about it. You're very well versed in the topic. Mm -hmm. And people shouldn't feel. Like they can't talk to
2: someone or get it fixed, right? Exactly. And sometimes it's just the awareness and making sure that they've had those conversations with their physicians to even get, that's part part of the reason we're Mm -hmm. here today is to get the word out that we can provide help and services in a way that maybe we haven't thought about before.
0: So other than these initial reasons, somebody would seek physical therapy for
2: pelvic health issues. are there other reasons that people might have problems that might have happened? Sure sometimes it could even result from an athletic or other orthopedic issue that's going to impact normal pelvic health functioning mm-hmm. um, that could be addressed by physical therapy. They, we may be seeing them we have a lot of patients that we're seeing for XYZ orthopedic reason and then Lauren is also seeing them for pelvic health and pelvic floor functioning as well.
0: Is this due to injuries usually? Is that what we're talking about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay yes. So what is the pelvic floor?
1: The pelvic floor is this really amazing, complicated, muscular sling at the bottom of our bodies that stretches from the pubic bone to the tailbone in one direction and between our sits bones in the other direction. And it's responsible for holding our organs up and it has a huge role in maintaining urinary and fecal continence.
0: Okay, Are, are pelvic floor issues often undiagnosed?
1: i don't think they're so much undiagnosed as under treated okay i think lots of people are very good like you said earlier at normalizing some of these things right especially in my opinion urinary incontinence i think lots of as people, i get older mm, as, as i've, I've had, had children, children. Right. yep i just i sneeze i pee when i sneeze and it's not a big deal no it it is not we should not pee when we sneeze so is pelvic physical therapy is it effective for everyone if it's a condition that's appropriate for pelvic floor therapy, meaning that there's some sort of muscle nerve coordination imbalance, just like any physical therapy, then yes. Okay. And a lot of times, these issues are related to muscle issues, whether they be muscle underactivity, often in the case of uh, urinary and fecal incontinence issues or overactivity, which is where you get issues a lot with pain with sexual activity or pain with penetration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
0: you mentioned age just mm-hmm. a minute ago. You know, you were saying, uh, oh, um, as I've gotten older, I've noticed things like, yeah, I, when I sneeze, I pee a little mm-hmm. or laugh. I've heard that mm-hmm. before too. When very I laugh common. very hard, I mm-hmm. do this. So is this common? Um, is this pretty much what happens as you get older? Do most people experience some sort of problem like
1: this? I think we're People are kind of like classic cars. Like we run fine as we get older. We just need a little bit more maintenance. And pelvic floor issues are, are the same way. Um, women tend to be more susceptible to these things, and I think it's because we have the babies. And, mm-hmm. and even a normal vaginal birth with a normal sized child is going to result in some sort of pelvic floor trauma. So that happens. And you know, as we get older, just like I said, uh, your muscles don't work quite as robustly without you know the proper maintenance and the pelvic floor is just it's a muscle just like any other muscle so it Mm -hmm. works the same way.
2: We kind of talk about how these these conditions can occur with just in in quote-unquote normal situations and then you also have sort of um, exacerbated issues uh, with after a stroke or other neurological conditions Mm -hmm. Um, so we didn't really touch on that but um, uh, pelvic floor therapy can help a lot with that as well.
0: Yeah, and I think you answered my next question, which had to do with is it men or women affected more with it? So,
1: yes, in my in my experience, women are affected more. Women mm-hmm. come to me more with these issues, and I think it's because women have the babies. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, anytime you have even a normal vaginal birth, you're going to have some degree of pelvic floor trauma, and that for me- most women leads to um, things like pelvic organ prolapse and urinary incontinence. Sometimes, especially if there's a traumatic birth, fecal incontinence as well. It's one of those things that we really don't talk about in women, but that's more common than people think.
0: So what can treatment options look like?
1: Um, It it depends on what the problem is. If it's an issue of incontinence, usually that has to do with uh, pelvic floor weakness or underactivity or lack of coordination. So treatment's gonna focus on strengthening and making sure all the muscles are working the correct way. if it's an issue of pain or pelvic floor overactivity, some people hold all their tension in their shoulders and some people hold it in their pelvic floor. So then I'm going to work with them a lot to teach them to. Consciously relax those muscles, lengthen the muscles, do some stretching. Sometimes very specific massage techniques can help with that.
0: How long are we talking here? Does it just depend on the individual on how long these treatments? Because you're talking about how to teach them to relax. I mean, some people probably could be much better at doing that than others. That yeah, if absolutely. you're very high, highly <laughs> wound, yes. like I am, very high-strung, I think uh-huh. it would take me a very long time. Mm-hmm. So, does it? Is, do you tailor these programs to the individual?
1: Absolutely, and that's. Part of the big value of going to physical therapy for anything that we mentioned, but pelvic floor as well, is I and my colleagues give people what they need. Mm-hmm. I have found a lot of times when you're talking incontinence, and I keep bringing that because it's a really, really common one. Right, it one, sure is. Usually you're looking at six weeks for me. I mm-hmm. have found most people for about six weeks is what they need to reach their goals but like I said it's it's tailored some people need more and some people need need much less I had a guy who was happy after four visits right
0: mm-hmm. so it just depends on their lifestyle too right or what yes, their yes. goals are mm-hmm. and you're willing to work with them on whatever they need to do to reach their
1: goals their goals are my goals
2: yeah and we're really blessed with with both the staff and our facilities both in Roland and Waynesville that um, you know if a patient needs to benefit from 30 minutes of therapy maybe sometimes mm-hmm. that's our kiddo they need 30 minutes of therapy because that's all that their attention span can hold Mm -hmm. sometimes but some of our patients a lot of them need 45 minutes and a lot of them even need an hour or an hour plus and and so um we're really thankful that we can provide that and we've got the staff available to do whatever they need
0: when you were talking about some of these conditions i want to back up just a minute um you were talking about prolapse and different things like that that can occur Mm -hmm. do these things tend to happen all at once or do is it more of a gradual progression until someone's like oh no what's going on
1: a little bit of both okay talking about postpartum a lot of the urinary and sometimes fecal incontinence issues happen very suddenly which Uh was unfortunately my experience postpartum Uh, but a lot of times especially when you're talking about um, people as they get in the middle aged and above they've had these things going on for a long time and then it just gets to the point where they start to notice like with prolapse heaviness in the vaginal area or um increased incontinence or Things like that. Mm
0: -hmm. So you mentioned just now you had a personal experience. Oh, yes. So is that why you're so passionate about this?
1: Well, it certainly helps. Mm -hmm. I'm passionate about it also. Um, And this is how I got into pelvic floor therapy. I didn't come out of school with this love for pelvic therapy. In fact, it was one of the things that I was like, well, I'm not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) But um, there was an issue with lack of access. There weren't any pelvic floor therapists between St. Louis and Springfield. So women who and men who needed this, just wasn't available or they had to travel, which well, is prohibitive for most people. So that's how I got into it. And I just love it.
0: Right. Well, Lauren, I'm going to, I'll be the first to admit, I'd never heard of it until you did a previous show with us. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I never knew this was even an issue or anything that you guys would do. So I think you're doing a great job getting out here to educate the public. Also, I just want to add that I think that would go a long way for your patients, too, to know, hey, I know what this is like. I've experienced problems as well. So I think that that can help patients, to feel more comfortable talking to you, which is fantastic. Mm, I agree. So how can patients be more aware of their pelvic health to know even if they need to seek out physical therapy? Or I'm thinking of incontinence. You also may talk to a urologist about that. So where do you mm-hmm. even know how to start having those conversations or who to go to?
1: I think uh, one of the big steps is knowing what's normal and what's not normal. So, for example, it is not normal, no matter who you talk to, to pee when you sneeze or you laugh. It's not normal to lose urine when you're running or working out or anything like that. It should, your urine should stay in your body until you're ready for it to come out. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with fecal incontinence as well. And another big abnormal is that it should not hurt with vaginal insertion or Sexual intercourse, those all should be very pain free. So, knowing that that stuff is abnormal is a good place to start. Okay. And then, yes, urologists, got gynec- uh, OBGYNs are great places to start too. And also, your family practitioner mm-hmm. you know, when you go in for your appointments or you can make an appointment for this, just mention that you're having these problems, and that's a good place to start.
2: And pediatricians too, for that's our kiddos, true. we've really yes. started to see an uptick in in referrals on, on children that maybe are having issues with. Prolonged bedwetting, or urinary, fecal constipation, or mm-hmm. incontinence issues, yes. um, and so that's something too that we think, oh, they're, they're late with the potty training. Well, maybe there's something else that's going on there, or or they continue to have issues with bedwetting that we maybe there's that's something that we can address as well,
0: right? Yeah. Or I was even thinking like a lot of kids they they're very embarrassed about things, you know. Mm-hmm. When you're young, you're very embarrassed to go to the bathroom, you're, mm-hmm. and, and so they tend to hold it all yep. day instead of yes. doing that at school or whatever the case may be. So mm-hmm. that can all cause problems too so What are some of the other services you offer or conditions that therapists treat? Because one thing about Phelps Health Rehabilitation Services is it's so broad. You guys are trained in so many things. Like I said, I never even knew this even existed until I talked to you. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's many other therapies you guys perform that people just don't know about. So can we talk a little bit about those?
2: Absolutely. Um, And we kind of, I kind of keep a list. We keep a list at our our, uh, front desks and in my office as to who specializes in and what things. Mm-hmm. We've got such expertise. Amputations, um, people that are coming to do maybe prosthetic or orthotic gait training or walking therapy, uh, back and neck injuries. We, we do specific hand therapy. That typically is with our occupational therapists. Um, we treat patients that have had hip fractures, patients that maybe are dealing with um, oncology issues or have lymphedema, which is the excessive swelling in their arms and their legs. Um, lots of neurological disorders, Parkinson's, multiple sclerosis, brain or spinal cord injury rehab uh, lots of athletic injuries mm-hmm. any you know every joint right <laughs> every age every joint pain management uh, lots of pediatric developmental delay or maybe autism disorders things like that anything post post-operative post surgical needs speech and swallow disorder so we do our speech therapists do a lot with cognition but as well as developing speech regaining speech regaining swallow mm-hmm. memory and cognitive issues we do splinting and then she mentioned mentioned balance of vestibular disorders. Pretty much the gamut in right. all ages. I mean, we will have little ones that may be just a matter of a few weeks old up to a 100 year olds wow. coming in. It's a, it's fantastic to see. I bet you get to
0: see a lot of different people. How fun is that though? You get to see a wide variety. That It does sound like a very diverse job that you would enjoy because you're always seeing different things and you're trying to help a bunch of different people. I think that's really cool. Going back to the pelvic floor again, you were mentioning some like strengthening exercises exercises. exercises, are these things that they can do at home? Are they encouraged to do these at home once you teach them how?
1: Yes. For optimal outcomes? Yep. Just like any other physical therapy treatment, home exercise program is a really important part of managing the condition. And I give you a very specific, specified home exercise program that um, is based on your impairments and your needs. And then we go back and we review it when you come back and we work on some other stuff Mm -hmm. and then I modify it and tweak it.
0: What are some of the feedback that you've received from people that have gone through programs with you about pelvic floor?
1: Oh, they're very happy.
0: What is it like for them? Is it like night and day?
1: Yeah. A lot of times. And a lot of times there's this huge sense of relief that comes from them. And there's this sense of, I wish I had done this sooner. I've been dealing with this so long. I didn't know that I could get over this. Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. Kind of another thought I just had, you know, we talk a lot about the privacy and the sensitivity and, you know, just the self-consciousness about coming for pelvic rehab. Just a reminder, our gym can be very, very busy some days Mm -hmm. and lots of people moving in and out. Pelvic health patients, there's, it's a private setting. Um, It's very, it's secluded. Um, It's not something that you're you know kind of trying to work on these sorts of things out in a big open gym. So, I think that's
0: a very good point because I kind of as you started that that's where my mind was going uh-huh. yeah that's kind of a sensitive topic and maybe you don't want the person next to you knowing all of that so that's great to know yeah. that again if you're you're looking for this, we make accommodations to make you as comfortable as possible.
1: Oh yes that's very important private room away from the main gym very mm-hmm. quiet, very very sensitive to that okay.
0: So again, do people need a referral then to come and see you
2: guys? Um, this kind of gets into practice acts with our, with our, um, therapy licenses, but yes, essentially a physician's order in order to provide treatment, we can do the assessments, but in order to provide treatment, we would need a doctor's order. And that can, can be sent directly to the Rolla clinic is in the medical, we're in the medical office building or the Waynesville medical plaza where we see patients up on the third floor. So physicians offices can fax or send an e-referral or give us a call. Okay. So where do you offer this service then, the
0: pelvic floor therapy services?
1: Both our locations in Rolla and in Waynesville.
0: Okay, very good. So what if, say, you're going in and you're having problems, maybe you're talking to your OBGYN or you're talking to your primary care and nothing seems to be working that you've done so far, can you request to have a referral
1: to see you? Absolutely, yeah. Our physicians, in my experience, are very open to that. We're Absolutely, very happy to refer people to
2: us. And we've got it. We've got a lot of physicians that refer regularly for pelvic health, oh, yeah. and some it's just more a, a knowledge and getting the word out. Right, so, right. No, I give, think this to give it a try. Yeah, I mean, I like I said, I never knew this was even a
0: thing, and this is just so fantastic because also sometimes people are very hesitant to do any kind of surgical procedure. Maybe they want to exhaust mm-hmm. other all their other options before that even becomes a possibility. So. Yeah maybe this is something that they're more comfortable approaching versus having something that has to be surgically fixed mm-hmm.
2: yes. or implanted.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. correct. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we are nearing the end of our show, but I want to give you both an opportunity to share any final thoughts you have with our listeners just about what you do as a, as a, for a living, um, why Phelps health is above and beyond the others and just why you would
2: recommend people seek care. Sure. Um, first of all, if you would like to to receive care, I want to offer the, our phone number. So for the Rolla Clinic, uh, that would be 458-7140, or in the Waynesville area, it would be 842-4005. And I'm just really proud of our uh, staff that we have, the way that we treat patients of all ages, and we strive to do such a great job. Our clinicians are so eager to specialize in different different treatment techniques or seek out new interventions and and never get stale in what we can offer patients and and you know the hospital as a whole is so supportive of our outpatient therapy services to give us the equipment that we need to do that and the training you know especially in light of COVID 19 you know that's sort of easing up a little bit mm-hmm. in our area but just know we've got safety procedures in place we've um, can offer telehealth for patients which is a little trickier probably with the pelvic health population but but some things work well with that Mm absolutely absolutely telehealth services we've done quite a bit of that with our pediatric population just to make sure that people you know aren't reluctant to seek services when they need them like we're here and we'll find a way to provide them
1: lauren any final thoughts i just going to echo what Amy said i'm really proud to work here in a place that i have so much support to do something as Mm -hmm. specialized as pelvic health right and to work with all my amazing colleagues who work together to serve such a wide variety of issues
0: And ultimately, your goal is to get people back to a better quality of life, back to what they're able to do so they can enjoy life and get back to life, which is so cool. I think your job would be so rewarding to see that progression. Mm -hmm. So, again, we've been speaking today to physical therapists Amy Robnett and Lauren Zwickelmeyer about pelvic health. If you missed part of our show or would like to listen to it again, please visit phelpshealth.org. Thank you so much, ladies. Thank you. Thank
1: you.